Welcome to FitChicks Chat brought to you by FitChicks Academy, where we are dedicated to teaching you all about fitness, nutrition, and wellness, as well as how to build an incredibly successful business using our proven techniques and systems designed to get you certified, confident, successful, and get you results for yourself, your business, as well as your clients. Now, if you've ever wondered, how can I be successful as a coach? Where do I find my first client? How do I even build a business? Where do I begin? I want you to make sure to listen to the end of each episode so that you can hear inspiring stories from our graduates of the Fitchix Academy and hear how they signed their first clients, how they built their business of their dreams and paid back their tuition just weeks after graduating and how all of this is possible for you too. Hello, everyone, and welcome to FitChicks Chat. My name is Amanda Quinn, and on today's podcast, I'm super honored to have Wendy Paquette joining me today. Um, Wendy Paquette is, um, I mean, you are a lot of things, Wendy, <laughs> so welcome. <laughs> um, but you and I, we actually met because we had a call. You called, um, we set up a time to chat more about our holistic nutrition program. Yeah. And on that call, we ended up just talking about like a million other things and how <laughs> everything kind of comes together with that mind-body-spirit connection. Um, um, and then I invited you on here because I really wanted to hear more about the work that you do in the world. So first of all, I just want to say welcome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. What a, a divine conversation that was for sure. So I'm, I'm honored to be here. Thank you so much. Yeah. And I mean, I know, you know, looking through all of your material and after the conversation we had, of course, I dove like down the rabbit hole of like looking at everything. And I was like, I have to learn more about this woman. She's so fascinating. And I was like, okay, one of the things that really stood out for me, and I'd love for you to kind of share a bit with our listeners just to start off is like, A, like sort of what it is that you do. But yeah. also, you know, one of the things that you, um, you say on your site is that you are, you became the truth Oracle. And so would you mind sharing a little bit more about what that means to you and sort of what that could mean to listeners? Yeah. Well, the truth Oracle came from, um, a conversation I had with a woman in Australia or New Zealand, one of the, one of those places where, what I realized uh, through an, a spiritual experience that I had or an enlightenment experience or m- maybe more plain words where, where I kind of woke up to myself, mm-hmm. I realized I was channeling my soul. And to me, what that meant was um, I could spot the truth anywhere. <laughs> so I could see the truth in you. I like I could see when anyone was lying and it wasn't a judgmental thing. It was just something I knew. Mm-hmm. And I took for granted that little gift when I did anything. I would go through my life and know when someone wasn't telling the truth or something that could be changed or shifted because the truth wasn't evident yet. And so she kept calling me the truth oracle. oracle. And that's how that started <laughs> because the truth spotting in other people was actually spotting the truth in myself. And so it just became um, a way of being. So the truth Oracle is kind of a fun, it came out of a conversation as well. Cause that's, yeah. you know, Oracle, I was a little uncomfortable with that word. Cause I'm like, seriously, come on. But there's a psychic capacity to that, mm-hmm. that, that caused it to be true because I'm seeing things that people aren't actually seeing or knowing about in their own reality. And it is the truth of their soul. So that's where that came from. That's so fascinating. And, you know, when you say though, that you can see other people's truth, you know, oftentimes when I think of that, like when I hear that, I would be like, Oh, like you can see like body language or you understand, you know, and that's kind of what people would think immediately, but that's not what you mean. No, no. Would you explain that a little bit more? Like, what is it that you, when you say like, I can see your truth, I can see, 
you know, when you are telling lies or when you are telling truth or when you're living your truth, I think is probably more accurate. Yeah. Well, truthfully, the only uh, lies you're telling are to yourself. Right. Because when you when you channel your soul, and that's the work that I do, is I'm I'm able to see a, a particular cosmology in the universe that is attached to the day that you were born, to who you decided like to come in as in the skin suit you're wearing, because you are infinite consciousness in a body. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm able to see are the the data that resides in this 3D reality. I can see it as programs that either A, are just in the timeline that you're living in Mm -hmm. that are causing you to live the way you're living, or I'm seeing what you decided is true that became a program that you're living into. And in a oneness reality, which is what it is, what you're seeing is what you're being, right? And what you believe is true must be. And that's a huge statement for people to understand Mm -hmm. is because no matter what you're experiencing, it is a reflection, a direct reflection of you from the inside. So those things aren't necessarily conscious. There could be some some subconscious energetic DNA, all kinds of things that are in this timeline you're in currently that show me um, I get mental pictures or I can hear things or, you know, it's like. I hate using the word psychic to me. It's just so blase, but um, (laughs) I can really know stuff about you without even like diving deep into it because you're the emanation of your frequency, your energy just is a whole book of beautifulness of programs and stories and truths. And so when you're speaking into something that you want, what I'm seeing is the incongruency to what your soul really wants. And so you can apply that to just about anything. That's so cool. That must've in when that happened, like when you realized that you had this gift and that you had the ability to see this, did you resist it or did you completely, and I know, I know the answer to this, but I want you to share this (laughs) with our listeners, but you know, did you feel as though you could really embrace it or were you afraid of it? Um, I wasn't really afraid of it. I was frustrated by it. Right. <laughs> because what I wanted to be in the world was a performer, a natural like singer, songwriter, actor, all the fun things. That's <laughs> what I, I wanted to express myself in that venue. And so when this awakening occurred, um, what happened was I, I, I was, uh, I woke to the oneness of all that is. And so I could see myself everywhere. I could see you see yourself everywhere. I could see all the programs. I started getting all these insights. And uh, I was frustrated because then I felt this sense of obligation, like, oh, great, right? Like, uh, <laughs> now I got to do this. I can't do something fun. <laughs> I'm being called to this direction. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It was like, I thought, you know, being a creative was my calling and like, how dare this occur and totally flip me on my butt because I didn't know what I, I thought I had to choose one or the other. And um, so, yeah, I wasn't afraid of it. I was just frustrated and got a little, little angered and irritated by it, which I find so funny because underneath that was all the goodness and all the truth. And, um, you know, long story short, those things both came together because how I express myself is truly an element of my soul. And I can see how all those pieces now fit together. But um, yeah, it was quite frustrating. It took me a while to really let it all come in. But imagine having one moment in time where separation is basically eliminated from your reality and you know the truth 
of this multiverse we live in. You know that you're seeing yourself everywhere you look. Um, most people really want that. They're like, well, I want that. I want to experience oneness. I want all those things. And uh, I'm going to tell you the truth. It's not as beautiful and awesome <laughs> as you think in the first moment, because everything that you ever believed to be true suddenly comes to a screeching halt if it's a lie. And uh, it really messes with your, I'd say your, you know, humble servant, which is your your brain, your mind. It messes with your mind because then you're like, I don't know what to do. Like, who do I <laughs> Because we, we think our brains know everything, but that's actually where the programs reside, which I can see. So, well, the brains, yeah. Cause like your brain is really just, it's, it's you, it's you thinking about the things that you think you want, but if you're listening to your soul, that's, what's going to guide you down the path that you really need to be on. Absolutely. Right. But, but we don't, we, we override our soul and our, like we override those like gut feelings, however you want to describe it. We override that all the time with our brain and we allow this to dictate our path as opposed to actually, like if you think about when you look at people out in the world and they're doing a job because they feel like they have to be doing that job. They feel like this is the path that they have to do because society tells them to, or because this is what they've done their whole life, as opposed to just taking a step back and going, but what do I really want? What does this really mean to me? And, you know, does this feed that part of my soul? And I think, do you feel like that really, like with the work that you do with clients, do you feel like that's kind of like a really big piece of it is helping people to learn how to, I don't know how to say it other than override it, like how to learn how to like, yeah, yeah, like how to let go of that. Mm -hmm. Well, the one, so if you look at the possibilities of what could have occurred, you know, thousands of years ago, we when we became intelligent from our minds, we chose separation from our souls. That's if that makes sense. So Mm -hmm. what we're doing is we only, our brains only know what we've taught it up until right now. Right. Since the moment we were born until right now, we we've only taught our brains what it knows. Mm -hmm. So if you have an avid, you know, education junkie and you're consistently learning, all you're doing is feeding the mind with all the things that you're learning outside of yourself. Now that there's nothing wrong with that. It's beautiful. And if your soul is calling for something else and you're feeding it, what you've been told you should learn, which is what happens a lot of times, like you Mm -hmm. should be this, you should be that you should be doing this. You've, 100% turns your back on yourself or on your soul's desire. It doesn't mean that what you're going after isn't relevant, but if you're not allowing your true instincts or your soul to guide you that light within you to actually like illuminate an aspect of reality that you get to dive into, you you're choosing separation because what your mind is telling you is something outside of what your soul is insinuating. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. And I mean, when you, when you do work with clients and you have someone come to you, do you ever see like a common sort of thread or path that where you see that like resistance, like it's, it's like a common thing that you're seeing, um, like even not a trigger, but some kind of like some kind of symptom or signal that you see in people that shows that that is kind of what's happening is that they're just, they're really pushing aside that like soul part of themselves to just be in like this mind brain awareness. Yeah. Cause the, what that creates when you lean into 
your mind or your brain being the thing that knows everything Mm -hmm. or someone else's brain that might know something like you're always taking advice from everyone that separateness has put you out of alignment with your soul and oftentimes what that causes is a lack of trust in yourself Mm -hmm. you'll also have a lack of trust so what that means is if i don't trust myself i don't trust others right and so if you don't trust others then you're never truly sure that what you're doing will ever work no matter what you do. And that is a program that must prove you right. Right. So if you decide that it it may not ever work, guess what, honey, it may not ever work, right? If you decide it's not going to work for me, I need someone to prove to me that it's going to work for me. It's Mm -hmm. never going to work. Right. Because that is just a program that you're going to live through and the program must be right. So it sounds, it sounds not great because we bought a lot of BS programs in our lives. (laughs) But the best part is the shift of, okay, if that's true and I've decided that that's not going to work, then there is an opportunity for me to decide that it will work Mm -hmm. and buy that other program. Now, if you have the lack of trust program, which is the number one program most humans have, you're not going to trust that the other program will actually serve you. And so it's this convoluted mess. And and that's where I come in and go, okay, let's just look at the mess right. and uh, delete the programs. And that that's the part of the work that I enjoy so much is being able to see and delete the programs that are in the way. And suddenly, as a reflection in your reality, those things change. They have mm-hmm. no choice. Right. And I, I just, I find this work so fascinating. I mean, I think you and I, when we were speaking privately, I think I did tell you, I can't remember, but um, I just want to share with our listeners that like, you know, for me personally, this, what you're talking about right now about like the trust and everything else and like trusting processes and letting go. This is the work that I personally did for, it took me about seven years of like, weekly work with an alternative therapist, doing meditation work, doing a lot of like Qigong and energy work and stuff like that, where sometimes we would talk, sometimes we would just sit in silence and I would just process and things like that. But I did a lot of affirmation work as well. Cause I had, um, I had to deal with a lot of PTSD from like trauma from when I was younger, when my sister committed suicide and it just, it, I never processed it. So I had to learn how to process it. And during that whole process, though, I remember doing an affirmation and my affirmation was, I love and approve of myself and I trust the process of life. And it was the most powerful thing that I could say to myself every single day, because it was reminding myself that regardless of how it felt in that moment, I had to trust that I was on the right path. I had to trust that even if my brain was saying, this really sucks, don't do this. I had to trust that like my inner voice was telling me, no, this is what you need. And when I came out on the other side, like I always think of it as like literally opening a door and then closing it and moving on. I can tell anyone listening, it's the hardest work I'd ever done in my life, but it was the most powerful work because now I'm at a place where I just feel so at peace. I feel so at peace and it took, and I know how to process things differently now because I know when it's a loop that's happening. That's what I always refer to it as is like a loop that's just constantly Mm -hmm. running in the background. That's kind of dictating your life and dictating your actions and reactions. Now, when you're working with clients, you know, what is like the most radical thing that you can offer to them to be able to get them from if they're at a place where they're just feeling so stuck? Is there anything that you say to them to help them move in the right direction right away like what's that like first kind of initial step to taking that process 
Um, well, my favorite part is that first step is really just truly connecting with someone and allowing them to be present, right, like right. fully present with themselves and then acknowledge their existence. <laughs> because we live so much from our heads that we mm-hmm. forget that we're human. We're like multidimensional spiritual energy beings, conscious beings in a skin suit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we forget that piece and we think that we think which is the optimal word, we must do something. And so um, initially, it's not really something I say. It's seeing myself in someone else and holding the acknowledgement of my existence so that you can acknowledge your existence in that moment and really see someone. And when I really allow that space to see someone and they know it, they feel it in their soul, then they allow themselves to see themselves as well. And it it has an energetic presence that is undeniable. It's it's palpable to the client to know that they're they're here now and that they matter. That is one of the biggest things on the planet that I see with a lot of people with anxiety and and depression is that they're in their heads the whole time. Mm -hmm. Instead of connecting with the true soul, the the heart of themselves and really acknowledging their existence, it's, it creates infinite possibilities to be in that space. And that's the first thing that I usually do. That's amazing. That's so powerful. Now, in terms of, in terms of like the mind, body, spirit connection, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things that we talked a lot about when we did have our, our conversation was how interconnected all of those pieces are. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you agree with that statement? And do you feel as though there are other things that if somebody is listening right now and they're just feeling really, maybe just really disconnected or really like disjointed in their life, like they just feel like there's a lot of chaos happening. Is there anything that you recommend that they do from a mind, body and spirit point of view to even just sort of bring a little bit of calm to their life? A little bit of peace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that keeps coming up, and as you're talking about this, what, and I'm always tapping into like potential listeners, people that are going to hear so that my message lands, it is um, allowing yourself to be present with yourself and then connect with someone who you can have a conversation with, who who can hear you or you can hear them. Mm -hmm. That would be the number one thing. I think connection is really an interesting experience right now in this in this whole world. But a missing experience. Yeah. One mm-hmm. thing that I find if, if people are feeling, feeling anxious and there's a lot going on in the world and they feel just lost in it, mm-hmm. connect with someone that you feel close to. Connect right. with someone that maybe you can listen to and they can listen to you so that you realize that you're not alone. Because being separated from everyone and feeling alone are the number one things that create anxiety and depression because you think you have no one to talk to. You think you have um, no one who's going to hear you or listen. You make up the stories in your head Mm -hmm. about maybe no one cares. And most humans on this planet really do care if you really sat with someone and, and let them know right? That, Mm -hmm. that you require support or that you need something reaching out is the number one thing and then being present. And I think that's why I love the first session so much is because all I care about is that they know that they matter. Yeah. 
and that they're they're just the presence so blessed to be in front of them and speak with them that they start to appreciate themselves in a different way love themselves in that moment and then we move on because you can't move on in your head nothing ever happens there right it's so it's actually so fascinating the way that you just described the feeling of anxiety and depression like i know that you work with this all the time but i can put myself back in the moment before I started processing and working through all of that energy work and everything I was dealing with and the deep rooted like trauma. And I remember the way I describe it to even our Academy students, like at Fitchick's Academy, when I'm talking about like the importance of sharing your message and sharing your transformation to help other people. Because I, t- I think about fitness and nutrition as a transformation. It doesn't have to just be physical. It's, phys- it's, you know, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think back to that moment and I'm like, I remember feeling like I'm completely alone. Nobody can help me. Nobody understands me. Yeah. That's exactly how I felt. So the way you described it is exactly how I felt. And I remember feeling like, you know, I will feel like this for the rest of my life. And feeling so hopeless. And it's just such an overwhelming feeling. And then, and that's why I share this with everyone listening, because it's like when you actually start to do the work and you can actually get to a different place. And it's not easy. It's not easy work by any means, majority of the time. But when you get to that place, it's like you can actually look back and be so grateful for that experience because you now know how different it can be. Like that's at least for me, that's my experience. Yeah. I and I'm I'm totally aligned with that being in that presence and letting someone be heard, like listening to the listening. Yeah. I'm listening to you and I'm hearing you. And I'm also hearing what's in between all the words you're saying, Mm -hmm. right? What's the connecting chain links to all the sentences you're delivering to me? What are you really trying to say? Yeah. And I'm really diving into all of those things from like multiple ways, multiple aspects of that human in order to really hear what they're trying to say and get in there and connect with their soul. Right. And that is usually the place where a lot of tears occur. Mm-hmm. As you were saying, when you feel alone, a lot of people won't even say that out loud. They'll never tell me they feel alone. They'll never tell me they don't think anybody can help them. That Those aren't the words they will use. Right. They'll just start talking because they think the brain's got all the answers and the words just start flying out of the, their mouths. Mm-hmm. And I know the truth. <laughs> <laughs> do you often some do you often run into like people with like their self-diagnosis? Like, well, I read about this and I know this and I know that this is how I am and I know what I have to do as opposed to because it's like we're taught that, right? Like we're yeah. we're so programmed to believe that it's like it has to be this linear path or it has to be like if this is the problem, this is the solution, but it's totally not the case no and i think what and i i get it i so get it because what happens in those moments is you want solutions so badly oh gosh yeah you want to believe somebody telling you someone in a position that should know to tell you how to do it so that you can commit to that and know that if you do those things it will end up this way and that's the brain Mm-hmm. That's the brain, the mind. That's the brain telling you what to do. And as I always say, like the brain doesn't know anything except for what you've taught it up until today. Mm-hmm. And so, just to to ante up that that statement, you have as a multi-dimensional being, as a conscious being, you have access to all that is. Which means, even if you haven't learned it, you have access to information that's available everywhere. Right. 
whether you have learned it or not. The difference is opening up that channel for yourself in order to allow yourself to receive that information or to receive the synchronicity that brings the person who actually can connect with what you're talking about mm-hmm. or someone who has the solution, actually solution. Maybe, maybe they're not a professional, but they've had that before and they've solved it themselves or maybe a book or a YouTube or you know your podcast, something lands in front of them on a particular moment that they're it's like divinely met synchronicity mm-hmm. where they can finally hear what they get to hear and it doesn't come from their brain it comes from you know just being open and an allowance of their soul to speak to them and in a oneness reality feedback is everything happening in the universe right so if you're allowing your soul to speak to you what sh- what shows up for you is actually you showing up for you Mm -hmm. right it's it's the concept might be like okay i got a million questions about that because (laughs) you know you don't talk like me whatever but that's not those things are just mental like i say mental masturbation moving furniture around (laughs) in your head it's not about that it's about what you've truly sourced and when you learn to trust yourself when we flip that program off into trusting yourself you're able to re I'm not sure if I was using so easily and so clearly that you don't have to think anymore. You don't have to think about anything. Those messages just keep coming and you just keep receiving and it becomes a beautiful, joyful dance through this reality. Mm -hmm. And I think that, I mean, what it really comes down to, I think everything that you're saying, it really does come down to learning how to trust, trusting yourself, trusting your path, trusting that the universe has your back, trusting all of those things that when you're going through this process, even though your brain is saying like, "Mm, maybe not such a great idea, or, you know, you should stay at your job because you've got your 401k coming in, whatever. But if your soul is saying like, but this is sucking my soul out of me, this is not the path for me. Like it's, it's really learning to trust that you really do know that this path is going to work for you. Yeah. An alternate path or an alternate. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and for me, it's an energetic, there's no, for me, it's not a learning thing. Mm-hmm. If it's a program, you just get to flick it off. This 3D reality is run by binary sequence that I can see, yeah. right? It's a program, literally flicking a switch like a light switch. So anyone who's listening to this, I mean, you don't have to find me and, and do it. Just allow yourself to look. Imagine a light switch and see doubt. And I like, I doubt myself and I don't doubt myself. I, yeah. Or I trust myself and I don't trust myself and flick the switch to what you want. So if it's on, I don't trust myself, flick it off in your mind. Now, you know, you may have a million other programs that have stopped you from allowing that to be so, or even to be switched off. That's fine. At least give yourself a chance. Right. I mean, my, my role in this world is to be the light that allows you to see you can channel your soul and I can flick all those switches off for you. But what I do purposefully is teach you how to do it for yourself. You don't need me. I am you, which means you have all you need already. And so learning how to do that is a very simple thing. And then you just go through the rest and not everyone. I mean, I I struggle sometimes with trying to do it myself because my brain gets in the way. I'm human. I'm wearing this. (laughs) Like I'm absolutely wearing the same skin suit as you and everyone else on the planet. So then I lean, lean into my friends who I've taught how to do this and they can go, oh, have you, you know, let's look at this. And they start looking at the energetic um, programs with me 
and then we do it together. And it's not something that, you know, you're expected to do alone, but you can. Right. But there's so much more power and so much more ability that happens when you do that tying in with somebody else, because some we do get in our own way. Would you say that's true? A hundred percent of the time, if there's a way to get into in front of yourself and, and steer yourself off course, it's not because someone else did it. <laughs> it's no. because you're listening to the, like the, you know, that, that brain again. And listen, w- the cool part is once you start flipping the switch and you start allowing yourself to channel your soul to actually live in this you know, reality, this 3D world, channeling your multidimensional self, it becomes a way you be. And then you can identify your pathways easier because clarity and vision become evident, like super evident. Mm -hmm. And the programs that show up, you can either choose to keep running them, or you can decide that your brain is a humble servant, and you're going to dictate the beautiful programs that get to live there. And if you're going to have programs living, why would you not want to put the ones that work in there? Okay. <laughs> or the ones that do not feel like they're just crushing you. <laughs> yeah, you, you just get to shift them out. So um, I've learned to like instantly manifest because you're taking, you're putting, like you're feeling an idea in, in a multidimensional space. It will show up in the 3D, has no choice. It's like the programs. Mm-hmm. So if you're, if you're running programs, you're going to live them in 3D, mm-hmm. which is the laws of duality, right? Our physical space. And, and all it is truly is energetic density. It's all the same. The difference between 3D and 5D is 3D has an energetic density that is like has a solidity to it or appears to have a solidity. Right. So when you want something, if you knew that you could place a program in your reality that delivered all the time, wouldn't you want, wouldn't you choose that? Wouldn't you find a way, right, to do that for yourself? And it comes with, like, I look at what you're teaching. I love that holistic nutrition has been a part of my life, whether I learned it or didn't learn it. I utilize the power of, like, my insight and my soul to choose foods, like, exercises, um, anything in order to serve myself in many ways. And I have looked into it right? In the programs and shifted a lot of those programs as well. But for a 50 year old, I, pre- I feel pretty damn good. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. And I haven't got a lot of issues uh, health wise, which is spectacular, but I'm also on it. Mm-hmm. I realize that if I'm, I'm creator, I'm creating my reality. I get to be consciously aware of the things that I'm doing to this beautiful skin suit that I get to wear until the day that I don't. Definitely. And I think, you know, it's interesting. I feel like as, as I personally have been aging as well, I've been realizing, even though I've been in this industry for a long time, I've also had those realizations where everything is it really is a choice. It really is a choice. And you choose to decide, like, is this, you know, it's not about like, is this food good or bad for me? Is this, you know, exercise good or bad? Is this going to help me? It's, it's really not about that. And it's never really been about that for me. It's always been about how can I live as healthy as possible so that I can be in the best space as possible, like mentally, physically, emotionally, so that I can serve the best way possible and show up the best way possible. Like that's always kind of been my, my own personal feelings around health and wellness, because if I eat, you know, foods that are like not as nutrient dense and things like that, I feel terrible. And so if I feel terrible, then I react terrible. Then it's like this chain reaction. So it's definitely, it's definitely about having this like conscious decision to look at to look at it from that perspective. 
And that's all uh, an energetic awareness that you're utilizing as well. Mm-hmm. Like you, you may think that choosing uh, nutritionally dense foods is something that you learned, but ideally your body is like, you know, girl, <laughs> work for you as much as you would like to think that that's going to work. You're choosing it based on your, your knowing. Yeah. It's funny. Cause I remember like, I can even think back to times when I was like on vacation, you know, and like when you were young and like, you just were like vegetables, forget it. I'm just going to like drink, drink, like have alcohol and like just eat whatever, like girls weekends, whatever it was. And like, I would get home and I'm like, all I want is vegetables <laughs> and, like <laughs> and water. And like, and I'm like, why? Like, I can't even like the idea of anything else makes me feel nauseous, sick and terrible. And I'm like, Oh, like, but it really is like your body is, it does know your body knows what you need. Like your soul knows what you need to the same way. Well, it holds the same. It holds the soul programs of what keeps your skin suit going. Mm -hmm. Skin suit. I mean, I, I, that's my favorite word for your body because (laughs) the word body has so many attached programs to it. So (laughs) (laughs) it it carries the programs that you have decided are true because it's not just your brain. You're a holographic expression in a physical reality, which means every single cell has the information of every single cell, which is Mm -hmm. they could prove that in science and medical science that every it's like, how did, how did your body know to grow legs when you were like a fetus? How did you know? Like eyeballs, it's all the same cells that are creating. So every cell has the information of what's required for every organ, for every appendage, for digestion, for all those things. So if you're going to choose food, what if you allowed that soul program that keeps this beautiful skin suit going to show you the easiest way possible? Right. And holistic nutrition has that element to it because you incorporate a holistic viewpoint mm-hmm. of your wellness through food. Definitely. Now, for anyone who's listening and might feel like, you know, I definitely feel like I'm stuck. I definitely feel like maybe I just need some more clarity or um, I need to have some sort of, you know, a bigger conversation about this. I need to be seen. I need to be heard like Mm -hmm. that kind of feeling. Um, You know, how would they be in touch with you? I know that you mentioned that you do want to offer some sort of like a free consult um, to our listeners. And I would love to be able to share that information because I do feel like what you're sharing today. And I just want to say thank you. And I'm sorry that we have to wrap this up because um, I feel like we could talk for hours about this, but, but I do, I do really want to share with them um, a little bit more about the consult and about how to reach you because I feel like there's so much more, well, there is so much more to uncover and each individual would be so unique in that way. Yeah. Well, um, I believe I gave you um, a link. You can place it in there. I remember actually what the tail end of it was, if I made it unique or not. Oh, that's okay. Everyone can check it out on our blog too at fitchicksacademy.com. We'll put the link right in there so that you can book a consult with Wendy. Yeah. You can find, you can find me at wendypocket.com as well. Um, What it is, is a consultation is literally you just bringing your stuff to the table. Yeah. And my number one thing is going to, I'm going to listen to see. And if there's some things in the way, if you got some programs in the way, I'm more than happy to share with you what those are and what it could look like and get down to um, the vision of what your soul is trying to say. Like, what does your soul want to deliver to you? And where are you finding yourself stuck? Not because you're stuck, mm-hmm. but because your soul saying one thing and your brain saying another, and that's where you're feeling that incongruency. 
and you're feeling that maybe that that pull, that tug, that aloneness is because mm-hmm. those two things are in conflict, which is great because it's your soul does know what you require and your brain's telling another thing. So that conflict is a good thing because you get to seek support and have someone hear what you're after. Um, my favorite thing with the consultations are some people come in with the issue that I used to have with two different things that I loved. I thought <laughs> that, you know, being a performer was my life. That's what it was going to be about. And then having this special gift that got delivered in an instant, um, those two things kind of had that struggle together. But what I what I learned from that is they kind of go hand in hand and it just, I wasn't able to see the bridge beforehand. Right. And now for everyone, when they start talking about the two things that they're considering, I always see how they actually go together every time. It's the <laughs> most fun place. And, and the most common response is, oh, I never, ever considered that. And um, once they know that, then they can move forward with something else. So a consultation will be, let's see where you're at. Mm-hmm. Let's and and having someone who actually can hear you and listen to what's going on because there's a million things that are going on in this world and we all have a different viewpoint and the viewpoint is from your perspective and you are the creator of your reality. So whatever you're delivering to yourself, good, bad, or indifferent is purposeful and can be changed. So that's what it's for. I love it. I love it so much. I feel like we need to set up another time to have like a part two conversation to this (laughs) where we could dive more into it because I just feel like there's just so I had like all these questions written down. I didn't really even address any of them because it's just, (laughs) you know, it's just such a great flowing conversation. So we will definitely set up another time, Wendy, Um, for everyone listening. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you again next week. Of course, again, as I mentioned, go to fitchicksacademy.com and um, Wendy's information will be on on our blog. You can check out um, her site there, all of her social handles, as well as the link to book the free consult. So check it out, Wendy. I appreciate you so much. And um, I appreciate the work that you're doing. So thank you for joining us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I really look forward to serving and supporting your audience. Um, If they're like you, and I'm sure they are, they have the most magnificent lights and I can't wait to see them. (laughs) Thank you. All right, everyone, have yourself an amazing week and we'll see you again next week on a Fit Chicks Chat. Hi, my name is Alicia Clements. I'm the founder of Creating Happy Healthy Habits. I offer online courses and personalized coaching to help create happy, healthy habits through small and simple lifestyle changes. I signed my first client the day after I put my first ad out, which was really fantastic and really surprising. I started by wanting to teach group fitness classes, and that's actually why I took the fitness and nutrition expert course, because they certified me to do fitness classes. And then the personal training and the nutrition was just kind of a bonus. I actually fell in love with personal training while I was taking the course and was really surprised by that because I was honestly dreading that assignment. And then once I forced myself to do it, I found I really loved it. I also decided I loved coaching nutrition as well because that's something that I already lived and then it just made a lot of sense while I was going through those courses with Laura and I wanted to be able to teach that. I booked clients for personal training and nutrition and then I did a couple fitness classes but from there I decided that I wanted to help even more women than was locally available and that I had time to do. So that's why I started my online nutrition course called Happy Healthy Eating Habits. 
So three mind-blowing things that I've experienced during the program and since graduating is that one, like I said, I did not expect to love personal training as much as I did. I really just wanted to teach group fitness classes because that's so fun and it creates such a great community. But I loved having that personal connection and those interactions with individual clients. And I loved being able to help them understand how to work their body and how to connect their mind to their muscles and how to just really understand why we're exercising and what muscle that's supposed to be using and what benefits we're going to get from that. And just seeing people make those connections and get so happy and excited about it, it just makes me feel so fulfilled and equally as excited as they are. Um, Number two, it is way easier to get clients than I thought it was going to be. Um, I put the word out and one by one, the clients just started reaching out to me. Um, oftentimes, I won't even have an actual ad running. I'm just posting content of value and people tell me that they love the philosophy that I teach and that it fits in with their lifestyle, which is why I want to focus on creating these small and simple lifestyle changes because people really want to be healthier, but They just need a little bit of help and accountability and something that fits in with the lifestyle that they already have. Third, (laughs) this one's funny. Um, Running a business is really hard. I had no idea how hard it was going to be. I thought it was just... But I thought the hardest part was going to be getting clients to come to me. And that actually ended up being the easiest part. The hardest part for me was learning all the back end stuff of how to run a business, how to create websites, how to do all the legal things, client agreements, disclaimers, waivers, uh, learning how to do video editing and actually being comfortable in front of a camera. That was really hard for my online classes. Uh, and to be totally honest, still not fully comfortable with that yet, but we're working on it. My biggest piece of advice would be that you have to be dedicated and you have to believe in yourself because like I said, running a business is extremely challenging and there are going to be plenty of days where you just want to give up or you don't want to show up because it's exhausting and it's hard, but you have to do it anyways and you have to believe that you have something to give. You have to believe that somebody out there needs what only you can give to them because you're unique and your program and teaching style is unique and your clients need you. So if you're ready to start creating happy, healthy habits through small and simple lifestyle changes, you can follow me on both Instagram and Facebook at Creating Happy Healthy Habits. Now, if you are ready to get certified today and build the fitness and nutrition business of your dreams, we invite you to join our FitChix Academy upcoming certifications for our fitness and nutrition expert program, as well as our holistic nutrition weight loss coaching certifications. So we can help you build a successful business using our proven formula that has helped hundreds of our graduates do the same. Learn more at www.fitchicksacademy.com. And we look forward to welcoming you to the Academy. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.